I cannot wait for proper, like, immersive, like, VR-style yeah. gaming. That's going to be fun. It is amazing. Did you see the, well, a couple of weeks ago, the, the demo for the PS5? Uh, the Unreal Engine 5? That's it, yeah. Yeah, that was that's something else. Hi guys, welcome back to another episode of the Travis Podcast. Uh, hope you're enjoying it. Uh, if you are like, if you're liking it, remember to give us a review on iTunes because that really helps. Thumbs up for that. Uh, this week we're talking about some tech, some technology. Um, all the I'm tech. About some, huh? All the tech. All the tech. Every single bit of tech we talk about within five minutes. So that'd be great. <laughs> um, I'm going to talk about um, nostalgia, like. Uh, fondest memories from old tech. Uh, Dan's going to talk about uh, sport in tech, I think, isn't it? Yeah. Indeed. And then Nick is going to talk about some future tech. He's, he's, future. Got a, he's, he's Mystic Meg, if anyone remembers him. He likes he's to think he's Mystic Meg. What's Wait. that? He likes to think he's Mystic Meg. <laughs> well, hey, this is the future so Pokemon Go on the phone. Let's go. Let's go. I don't play that person. anymore. Mate, yes, they do. Shut up. Oh, it's not breaking free, Mercury. Damn it. Who wants anyway, to go first? Going Sorry. Well, isn't it? Who wants to go first? Who wants to go first? <laughs> Me. Who wants? Well, you want it. Right? I'll, I'll volunteer as oh. true. Dan, rock, paper, scissors. Shout. you got to shout what <laughs> you think. Fine, fine. Right. I'll go. Wait, Dan, no, Matt, you got to say go. Three, two, this is great for a podcast. Go. Scissors. Scissors. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> again, again, again. Three, Two, one. Rock. Scissors. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> All right, Dan, you're going first. <laughs> cool. cool. So, yeah, as, as Matthew said, my topic is tech in sport. Mm. Um, now, I have a very... I'm very torn with tech in sport because yeah. in some sports, it's great. Rugby, cricket being a couple. In mm-hmm. other sports... It doesn't work. Football mm. being the main one. Why yeah. does it not work in football? There are many reasons why it doesn't work. VAR was brought in. About this. Jesus. Well, VAR was brought in, I think, for the first time in the World Cup. That was the first time they used it in a competition. Mm-hmm. The whole point of it, the whole point of VAR is to get rid of the subjectivity around decisions. So. If there's an offside, it's meant to make it clearer and basically not give a goal or give a goal. If there's a foul, blah, 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 you get the idea. However, it's been brought into the Premier League this season and I think last season as well, but definitely this season. Um, This season's non-existent. Well, well, yeah, but before it was (laughs) cancelled, it was brought into the Prem and in my opinion, it doesn't work. So, for example... For those of you who don't know, I'm a massive Manchester United fan, which is mm. rather controversial anyway. I think everybody but, knows that by now. Yeah, but there were two there were two games, one of which I was present at and one which I was watching on the TV. Mm. When we played the first one we played Everton at home. So we played at Old Trafford and then the goalkeeper, our goalkeeper, was fouled by I think it was Dominic Calvert Lewin whilst he was going for a ball. Yeah. They went to a VAR review and gave the goal. So that wasn't a foul on the keeper. We watched it back on the replay and we couldn't, no one could really understand it because there was no consistency. Mm. Fast forward six months, we go to Anfield and play Liverpool. 
a similar thing happens, except this time there is less of a foul on the goalkeeper. A foul is given and the goal doesn't count. There's no consistency. Mm. None. Like, I understand goal line technology. Fine, that works. As many England fans will proclaim, England would have probably yeah. been Germany in the 2010 World Cup if Lampard's goal would have counted. Quite yeah, frankly, yeah. I think that's absolutely ludicrous because mm. the final score was 4-1. So it's not like you know, it was a close game, was it? And yeah, all no. right, fine. It would have been 2-2 at half-time if Lampard had scored. But England had Emil Heskey in the squad. So, you know... Still a better footballer than you. <laughs> yeah, he, is. he is, but in 2010, he should not have been anywhere near the England national team. Uh, but anyway, anyway, VAR, in my opinion, in football doesn't work. So you've got that side of the coin. So you've got that bit of tech in, in sport not working. Mm. Now, there have been times where it's benefited my team and there have been times where it hasn't benefited my team. Yeah, I, heard it's been I don't like it. I, I, it takes away the emotion at games. You, you go to a game now, and there's a yeah. VAR decision. It'll come on Old Trafford. It comes over the PA because we've not got a big screen. Yeah. And it says VAR check in progress. So you've celebrated a goal, right? Which, it... is the, which is the best feeling in football. You've celebrated a goal. You sit there and it goes, oh, VAR check in progress. Everyone just sort of stops and waits. Yeah. And then it's either goal given, at which point everyone's already celebrated. So you're like, well, what do we do now? Or it's goal not given. And you've celebrated something that doesn't count. Yeah. It's not quick enough. It doesn't get rid of subjectivity. There are still loads of mistakes. If they sat down this summer or during coronavirus and made it a lot more efficient and actually focused on getting the decisions correct as well as consistent, then fair enough. I'd give it a second, a second chance. Because in, to be theory, honest, in theory, it should be a good thing. In rugby, it works brilliantly. TMO yeah, but you got to remember in rugby, there's a lot more. Um, there's a lot more action than in football. Like, yeah, cricket, it works perfectly. But again, cricket is a slower game. So, yeah. tech, tech in sport does work for some sports. Yeah. It's it's absolutely necessary for some sports. Tennis but is in football, it just do- I don't. Yeah, think true. It does. Tennis, that's true. Yeah, yeah. Although it's funny when a when a tennis player loses their shit over it. Yeah, it's jokes. Yeah, Nick. <laughs> Huh? Yeah, I think that's where it falls fountain is us, isn't it? It's when you have that decision, you don't know what's happening. It's so stupid. Yeah. Well, they haven't got. But it needs to be. Well, I don't, football, I don't think it needs. You don't need VAR in football. Goal, goal line technology, yeah, but VAR, I don't think you need it to be completely honest with you. Yeah. It just takes um, fun out of it. it just. Yeah. Just well, down, of, I mean, it's you, you, you might only celebrate one goal in, in a game of football. Yeah. And it's like. If that one goal is on a VAR decision, you don't get the same hype from it. Whereas exactly. in rugby, you have like 10 tries a game and it's slightly different. And in tennis, you have a million points a game. And, yeah. you know, it's and cricket, it's like you have so many overs. So it's like, yeah. you know, I don't think it needs it in football personally. Yeah. So I'm with done that one. But the problem is, is that but, it's, so, it's so like, it polarizes opinion. Like, yeah. you, could, you could pick 100 football fans and it's probably a pretty even split. I mean, I've had this debate with friends numerous times that are big fans of VAR. But then you've got things like, so at the minute in the English football leagues, the only league that can afford the technology that uses VAR is the Premier League. So there was a situation where I think it was Manchester City played a game against a lower league team. It might have been Wigan. or so, It was a lower league team. 
And there was a decision that would have been basically given for the opposing team. But because they didn't have the requisite technology, it wasn't. It went to a replay and they played the lower league team at the home ground and they had the technology and they won. Wow. So it's not, it's not even like it's fair. Yeah. It's when you see it. Yeah, it's, not input, it's not input properly. But then again... If, well, I mean, okay. So, what would you? Do? What would be your one thing that you do to change it to make it better? Then, would you make it quicker it. rather than just scrap it? If you're gonna have goal line technology, have goal line technology in all of the leagues. I think goal line technology is a good thing because yeah. that that completely gets rid of the subjectivity. There is no argument. It's right. It's on the watch. It's a goal or no goal. Yeah, and, and also that from from a referee's point of view, it can like it's totally different when you're on the pitch as opposed to like because it's an angle thing. Like you hit the crossbar and then come in. Yeah, exactly. But the, the ref won't see that. Watches on that says goal or no goal. So that one's fine. No, 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 I know. I know they have that now. That's what I'm saying. That's why it's good. That's good, yeah. VAR, just like some in some countries and leagues, the refs will go over to the monitors at the side of the pitch and look at it. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's true. Yeah. You're doing that. I don't quite know why. <laughs> just, yeah, yeah, just listen to them and then. Yeah, well, that's the thing. In, in rugby, it's, it's a third match official kind of thing. Yeah. And you can hear well, it. UK and they've got that in every like top flight league I'm pretty sure you have like a set of cameras and like a third of it or a fourth official because obviously you've got a third official mm-hmm. um, and you they go to that person but in England like it was it was kind of designed that you have a screen at the side of the pitch so if it was like you give the referee a chance to relook at it in case he hasn't seen it in the you know in all the action but yeah. In the Premier League, people don't, well, referees don't seem to use that screen. I've not seen uh, a game I've been at anyone uses the screen on the side of the pitch. Yeah. Stupid. So, yeah. It's when it's, when it's well, too accurate as well, isn't it, with the armpit, armpits offside and stuff? Oh, it's just ridiculous. Oh, yeah, that's oh, true. So, fucking toe. It's like, really? Yeah. When, that's when <laughs> hey, tech, like, don't argue. Is offside is offside. Yeah. But just, that's when tech is just too. Too correct. It's like, come on. Where's a bit of um, bit of leeway? Yeah, it's it's fun out of it. they are taking. Yeah, it takes the fun out of it. Yeah, it does it's take the fun out of it. Well, it'd be interesting to know what our listeners think of that because um, yeah. no, I'm no, sure no. it'll be very split. Do you hmm? think it's fifty? I thought there's more fans who hate it more than like it. I didn't. Yeah, I, it's it is probably an even split, but amongst my close really? friends, it's quite a lot. I thought it'd be more, yeah, more and more hate towards it. I didn't think it'd be what I can see, but yeah, interesting. Yeah. But, well, well then, I mean, to be honest, I suppose it kind of leads on to my section of future tech then, because I guess, well, okay, so if you, had to, if you had to pick one thing that you would implement, I know VAR is a thing, but like a technology that you'd implement into, into sport, Dan, what would you pick for the future? Well, any if you could think of something. Uh, any sport, let's go with any sport. Um, like something that's needed in a sport, you know what I mean? That's quite a tough one to to think about, really. Because I think cricket's got it pretty much spot on. Yeah, it has got it pretty much spot Uh, on. Rugby, I mean, I don't watch a lot of rugby, but from what I've seen of rugby games, they seem to be run pretty well. Yeah, rugby's got it pretty pretty Um, spot on as well. So it seems like football's at fault here. (laughs) Yeah, football's the one that's, that's viewed by so many people that it kind of demanded the technology. But now it's got technology, people don't like it, which is quite funny, really, but still. Um, a sport that requires tech. 
I I reckon what I would what I would uh, mm. what I would say is probably the football one. If it was an instantaneous decision or instantaneous like light or something like that on the on the watch saying he's offside, because then the ref can just call it instantly, which means he is offside. That's cool. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like the goal line technology, but for offside, for example. Yeah, I mean, the, the problem with that is that I'd always give the benefit of the doubt to the forward rather than the defending team, which in itself creates a whole load of problems, as we've seen this season, where there's ridiculous offside decisions for literally, like... I don't know what I'd put... I mean... I'm just trying to think of another sport I kind of play that really needs tech. I've got one that could be good. Go on. Let's go with so you, Matt. I quite, I quite enjoy watching athletics and Olympics and stuff and like there's mm. world one events and they're obviously really struggling with people viewing it. So it is good fun. Like they people go there and don't really like some reason people when they watch athletics they don't want to go there and drink beer and watch it. They think they should be watching it nicely. But if you can get that you can go there and get rowdy and get have good fun watching people run. It's great, cool yeah. if you had like if you had so a watch can tell you how what pace they're going. If they get that data and put it on a board, and you can see real time pacing, that'd be amazing. So that'd be cool. Like at the five thousand meter race, you can see them changing their pacing. And if someone's really far back and they start getting faster, it's like, oh my god, that guy's getting faster. Look at him; he might get it. Like that could be so engaging. I think. That would be so cool. I like that. I really surely like that. that you can do that. Surely have each person show off their pace. And even when you watch like a marathon, like seeing them in their paces. What's that? Make them wear a Fitbit. But yeah, yeah, but it'd be connected so that we have access to it. That'd be cool. That'd be really cool. I like that. Like real time changes and stuff. It'd be yeah. so cool. I think that'd be, that'd be awesome. We love virtual course racing. But yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I like that. I like that. Well, changing, changing the topic slightly then. So the future tech. Tech that we think might become uh, the next big thing or tech that might become take over the world who knows but i think one of the one of the things i'm most excited for right now is the breakthrough of quantum computing okay right yep so i'm gonna guess yeah dan you have no idea matt you got any idea what quantum computing is i've heard of it i'm not sure exactly i've heard of the word basically yeah so i'll put it really simply but computers works on work on like ones and zeros right yeah yeah, so one is on and zero is off, and it's just a bunch of switches that basically make a code, which then say if something is red, green, blue, or whatever. Now, a quantum computer can be, so if you think of three three bits, and you have one can be a one, one can be a zero, or one can be a one again, and one can be a one, 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 zero, 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 et cetera. You have all those combinations. Now, with a quantum computer, if you have three bits again, you can have a one, a one and a zero, or a zero. So you have the additional um, step. So okay. you have three states that it can be in, which wow. makes it ridiculously powerful, basically. That's quite a simple way of putting it. Now, they're saying that when quantum computing nope. become obsolete, so like all the all passwords will be able to be cracked within seconds, really? all encryptions will be able to be cracked in seconds yeah like it's ridiculous the amount of um stuff that they're they're saying could happen with quantum computing they'd be able to do simulations of medicine simulations of um physics like that you'd never be able to do again so i reckon when we crack quantum computing 
we are we're going to get a massive advance in technology and i think that's going to be quite exciting a new a new like new motherboard for a computer just completely updated or is it yeah well it's not i mean the whole thing is at the moment needs to be cooled to like a minus 270 degrees or something it needs to be yeah it needs to be it's a super uh superconductor is the metal that it's made out of so when it changes state when it becomes uh like super cold basically and it has zero resistance which i mean because it, ha- it it creates so much heat and they're, they're massive those things are absolutely huge they're like the size of houses at the moment yes. um, okay. yeah and the only people that have them and have got anywhere near is like google or like ibm and stuff uh, and it's open source so you can actually use a quantum computer if you go online really? um yeah you can it's like a queue that you have and you can go online and you can do a problem using a quantum computer or it's open source um and you can basically log on and look at the source code and be like oh well this is wrong or this is wrong and try and change it to make it work and then run it through the computer yeah. um, because what they want to do is get as many people as possible possible to try and create it yeah it'd be pretty cool so it's still in development stage it's not quite finished well it's yeah it's not finished it's not anywhere yeah. finished i reckon that'd be really exciting and then i reckon that will make us have robots <laughs> now what oh, are your yeah. thoughts on robots <laughs> I'm, I, I'm i'm for them so i'm definitely for the thing where people need, need more leisure in life and how people to what level them. though to the i robot level no no i mean oh no i don't know that's a bit intense isn't it <laughs> I mean, imagine having your own little cars that self-drive themselves. What's the fucking fun in that? Well, you get get pissed and drive home. Easy. Yeah, done. There you go. (laughs) Makes the fun out of driving. I drive. Yeah, well, what's fun fun in driving when you're driving on a straight road for three hours? Mate, I've driven in the Outback. I still found that fun. So don't talk about driving on a straight road. I drove for three hours. That's different because you've got amazing scenery. There was literally nothing but like one tree, and that was like at the start. So I'm driven. Yeah, that's probably because you're just ragging. Driving. Fuck. Uh, I mean, I'm I'm, I'm all for I'm all for driving cars. I think that's a sick. I think that's awesome. Having having robots and stuff just takes things too far. Like, where I think the line. There'd be far less car crashes if there's. Drivers, tech, drivers' cars and stuff. I tell you what, we'll end up as a race like they do in Wally, where everyone's just <laughs> and just late. Yeah. No, they're not a fan. No, do, you reckon, uh, do you reckon robots will take over the world? No. Oh, Matt's not sure. This is the world. Because they can. Well, they are. They are. They are um, putting in like rules and re- like. Yeah, codes that stops people stops robots from like breaking. Basically, iRobot is becoming a thing now. Yeah, I'm gonna call it. I'm gonna call it now. We're gonna come back to this podcast in 20 years time, and we're gonna have robots. Yeah, because so, 20 AI. years time, if we come back podcast in time, we've still been running. We've done something right. Yeah, well, the plan, the plan, the plan. But yeah, well, regardless, it'll still be up, won't it? Yeah. It's on the internet. Stays on the <laughs> internet. <laughs> oh god, is it? Yeah. So um, being taken over by robots. I don't think the first thing people are going to watch is this video. <laughs> ah, I don't know. I called it. I'm calling it exactly 20 years today. Exactly 20 years today. 18th of May, 2040. 
I'm pretty bad. And the last thing, and the last thing, which I guess will lead on to, to Matthew's um, section as well, is is gaming. I cannot wait for proper, like immersive, like VR yeah. style gaming. That's gonna be fun. It is amazing. Did you see the well a week ago the the demo for the PS5? Uh, the Unreal Engine Five. That's it. Yeah. Yeah, that was oh, that's something else. If you guys haven't seen, if if anyone listening hasn't seen that and you're into gaming, yeah, okay, fine. It's a nerdy chat. All right, okay, yeah. all right, cool. Anyway, if you're into it, then um, have a look at Unreal Engine Five, and honestly, it looks real. It's it looks insane. Plain. It's yeah. absolutely insane. Yeah. Wait, it is weird thing is I've seen some articles about how people think let's go for real, 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 but the real stuff is still not quite there because the human eye still can tell if it's real or not. It's going to be still. You're never quite going to get it real, I don't think. But yeah. that's why you see well, some Fortnite and stuff have gone back to cartoons sort or of style. Yeah, that's true. But in which case, then, what, what do you think about, so like, VR gaming that's immersive? Obviously, VR gaming is a thing already, but you put on a, a goggle headset and you have, like, you know, um, sticks in your hand or whatever, and you walk around the room. But what about ones that interact with you? So, for example, when you get shot... Like you either you wear like a a body armor body suit or something, and it yeah. sends like a little shock to you, or it sends something to you. So every time you get shot, like in COD, if you're like in war zone or wow. something like that, like it feels like you've been hit. Or for example, um, you have like a, a walking floor. I know that's also a thing. But oh, yeah, like, I've seen that stuff. Yeah, seen yeah. That. but I mean like future level where you can get it in your house, sort of thing, and you have like a walking floor, and you can run and duck and all that sort of stuff. That'd be insane. Can you imagine? I wouldn't. I'd get shot a lot. Yeah, <laughs> and also the other thing is if it would stop people from being obese from gaming. That's true. Yeah. Maybe that's imagine like actual. I I'm, not, I'm not sure about that one because. Well, why not? Because you, if you're attached to a VR headset for ten hours a day, at the most extreme, you're not telling me that that's as good as exercise. Yeah, if you have to run across... Hey, Dan, I bet you can't run across the war zone map. Mate, I you don't... You tell really... me. Right, all right, okay, we're going we're gonna to do this. buildings and use a parachute? What sort of exercise does that require? <laughs> nah, hang on. All right, okay. Okay, what we're doing is we're going to jump into war zone. We're going to go to one side of the map, and you're going to go out for a run, and I'm going to go forward on my character and play a full game of war zone, running, and every time I run, you have to run, and I want to see okay. if you can keep up. Apparently, apparently, it's nine kilometers squared. The map for Warzone. Wow. Yeah, I, I can believe that. It's massive, isn't it? It's huge. Fucking great. So, yeah, but I don't know exactly. how much there is about how to keep fit with them. Because is there any data people actually get in fit from the Wii Fit from the lab? No. People. Absolutely. If anything, they've got more <laughs> obese because you're sitting <laughs> all day eating food. Yeah. Standing on a Wii Fit board going, oh, look, it says I'm a healthy weight. That's just basically glorified yoga, that's all it is. Yeah, yeah. It's not the most expensive yoga mat I've ever bought. (laughs) Yeah. That's your problem for buying it. Yeah, true. (laughs) true. Well, then. Anyway, there's loads of future tech. I'd I'd love to hear what uh, what our listeners think about future tech. What, um, what things they'd want from from self-driving cars to flying cars to <laughs> supercomputers. Flying cars ever will ever happen. Probably not. That's, how, you, how you can traffic that? <laughs> what flying cars? Yeah, yeah. No, that's true. Same as aeroplanes. 
Yeah. yeah. Well, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Imagine they, the sky was already filled up already with planes. But, yeah. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> nah, I think. Yeah, back, just looking back in the past for me, looking back yes. to a bit of nostalgia time. Tony Hawk. Tony Hawk. Yeah. Amazing. Tony Hawk, Pro Skater. What a game. Yeah. But yeah, I think I'm trying to think of my, my best memory of like seeing Tech and be like, wow, this is, this is crazy. So, obviously, my age difference, I've got a different sort of thing of seeing things happen. And I remember dial up internet, and that was really like horrible. And then having to have your dial up internet. Oh my God. Off, get off the phones, you can go on MSN chat and do some stuff like that. Oh, but I, remember, yeah. I remember the first time I saw someone on webcam, I was like, oh my God, I can see the person. Like, that was crazy. You remember that, do you? Yeah. So, wow. I, I, so I didn't have to have, I used, yeah, I used the MSN Messenger. And to get people on webcam, you have to go and buy like a USB webcam thing. And then you stick it in and then it turns on. And I was like, yeah, I remember that. I've still got one of those. <laughs> yeah. I was just like, wow, I see the person. And then, yeah, that's crazy. I, no, I, I, I do remember the dial up. Yeah. yeah, gone. What were you saying? I was just saying how so the, back then there was no microphone, so you just literally have to still type and chat and then just see the person like wave and look at it. It was just a really weird scenario. So but yeah, I remember. Wow. Yeah, and yeah, I remember. Like, I remember the the dial up internet and the noise. Yeah. yeah. No. And then <laughs> your mum will get a phone call and you're like, oh god, here we Let's go. Got the phone. I'm gonna go and play some games. That's and hilarious. then that as well, um, my first time playing online games and like thinking that's a real person playing against, not just a stupid computer. What was so, your first online game? I'll tell you mine. Counter-Strike. Fair. Dan? So good. First online game. Mine was RuneScape. <laughs> oh, you were one of those people. <laughs> oh, I gotta love some RuneScape. <laughs> I've never played RuneScape. I don't know what my first... I want to say Club Penguin. Club Penguin? Wow. Yes. On the That's pitch. amazing. What's that? Then, I'm swearing and getting banned from Club, Club Penguin. I don't even remember. I don't think I played Club Penguin for more than a oh, day. Oh, you mean like little, you mean little game? Then? So again? Like my first online gaming experience, but like online computer, like website games, probably a website called miniclip.com. Oh, yeah, mini clip. No, 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 no. I mean, like multiplayer, like that you okay, play with yeah. other people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, so yeah that yeah. is Club Penguin. Club, Club Penguin, you do play with other people. I think oh, okay. I played Batman on the PC, but everything was like 2D. Yeah. That was kind of weird. And then there someone was, else. It was, it was, I think it was with someone else. Like, oh. I can't remember. But then the first real game that I played to any sort of decent level online was probably COD 4. Wow. Oh, that's amazing. Matt, Matthew, do you ever remember um, GameCubes? Yeah, I, I never had one, yeah. but I had a, uh, yeah, I GameCubes and PlayStation 1s. Yeah, PlayStation 1 was, that one had that, I was like, oh my god. I've still got my PlayStation 1. Yeah, Man, I always remember getting the PSP, because um, we went out to, <laughs> it was Mother's Day weekend, or weekend before, went out to go and get some stuff for Mother's Day. And then came out the PS2 instead. <laughs> Didn't get anything. <laughs> nice job. That is, yeah, that's like, that's, 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 that's funny. Yeah. What other what other nostalgic tech is there? Game Boy Advance. Oh. Game Boy Advance SP. Game yeah, Game Boy Advance. What about tube tellies? Oh, tube. don't. They weigh a ton. My mum had one until about a month ago, and we had to move it out of her room. So this thing has been <laughs> in the family for as long as I've lived. And the, 
literally, it's about, it was literally like that wide at the back. You can't even see it on the camera. It was that wide. And it would weigh a ton. Yeah, they're freaking heavy, those things. They're so funny. Matt, do you have have any, I know you're, you like Apple. Do you have any of the old school Apple stuff? I've got an old uh, iPod, but not the the old one. The like shuffles. iPod Nano. Uh, It's the black one. It it has about 32 gig in it. It's quite, it's quite good at the time. I reckon it's a Nano. Yeah, I remember. I had a Zen. Uh, I had like a Zen, which was like a competing MP3 player, which was pretty cool. That's not terrible, wasn't it? It was like a touchscreen. Well, actually, not touchscreen. It was like a little. Oh. It was basically like all screen. Head. <laughs> I just sneezed and smashed my head against the wall. <laughs> well done. <laughs> oh. What else did um, I have? What was um? Okay, so what was all your first phones? Uh, mine was a thirty ten. Motorola, Nokia, Nars barking on Bluetooth. Those Mine was Sony Ericsson. Sony Ericsson, okay. I did have a Sony Ericsson with a camera that you had to flip back on the back. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, I remember those. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember those. I remember. I remember going on the school playground and being like, "Oh, you got that ring tune? Oh, Bluetooth it over to yeah. me." And yeah, I remember, yeah, yeah. I remember being that asshole who would wait until their bus had just turned up and then try to Bluetooth it over because it would take about ten minutes. But unlucky. <laughs> like, yeah. Brilliant. That's funny. Do you no, remember those like no, no, no. the adverts? They had like a top ten of best ringtones. You could like buy them and shit. Oh yeah. That's oh, the wow. first song I ever bought was on a Sony Ericsson and it was All Time Low by the Wanted. Oh yeah. And I have All no time. idea why um, it's too good for it. Ah, oh, what song that is, Jesus. Mm. Yeah. Did you guys That's ever cool. do um illegal downloads of music? No. Yes. And movies. Yeah. Do I, do, I do movies all the time, but not... not. Guitar, LimeWire, Napster, all of this all stuff. The time. All the time. <laughs> yeah, oh. loved it. What about Snake on the, on the, on the phone? Next. Yeah, Snake I 2 was sick. Yeah. Snake 2 was great. God, that's some, that's some good stuff, that. Yeah. There's so many <laughs> old nostalgic things. It's great. I've, I love it. I, I, I wish I could... I wish I had them all still. I sold my GameCube to my mate for, like two pounds including all the games and it had oh. super mario sunshine on it and yeah. super mario sunshine the game alone on the gamecube is worth 60 pounds now yeah some some games have gone really expensive haven't they but mm. on the yeah, as well Nintendo. stuff like i've yeah. just i mean i gave my brother some for his kids but like the old ps1 portable thing little small thing like the ps2s ps2 slim mm. I ps3 went to xbox 360 for that but you know, it's weird, like all the things that we used to use when we were kids that were so common. Yeah, yeah. Matt, Matthew, you're you're a bit older than us. Did you ever use a Walkman, like one of those CD Walkman things? Yeah, they're fucking shit. So they're so bad. <laughs> <laughs> I, had, so bad. I had a big CD player, like a it was it was kind of a portable CD player, but it was literally like it wouldn't fit in your pocket. Yeah, and that's nice, that you just go on holiday and bring like five albums. So like your CDs, like this, that's like five albums already in your right yeah. pocket. Then I would be like that. Your, then you get your fucking CD Walkman thing, it's bollocks. And then it says it said it's um, was it shockproof? It doesn't skip any tracks. They're not. They're rubbish. You go for a walk and they're just like, bleh, bleh. it was so so bad. Skip around with it, and they'd yeah. scratch the disc and everything. So... Yeah, cheers. Got to buy another twenty quid to get another CD. Well, yeah, fifteen pound per CD or something it was terrible. Yeah, expensive back then, aren't they? Sixty <laughs> quid for a game now. Yeah, yeah. take me back to ten Fredos. 
Well, you know, about the about the, the amount of tech is in that game, so it makes sense to cost that much. There's a lot of yeah, but it doesn't make sense to charge a quid for a Fredo. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's true. Yeah, true. bring yeah. Fredos back to ten p, fifteen p, whatever they were. Yeah. All right. Well, on that note. <laughs> yeah, on that note, I think we'll wrap up. Uh, thanks for listening, everyone. Uh, let us know what your future tech is, or what you love from the past, or what you want to you know, blast from the past. Blast from the past. Yeah. And Hope you enjoyed it. And again, if you like the podcast. Yeah. And again, if you like the podcast, give us a rating on iTunes. That'd be great. And uh, we'll see you again. Or listen to us again. Ciao. See you. Peace.